I'm Jessica Randolph, and welcome to the How to Buy a House podcast, where we empower you to invest in real estate and start building wealth for yourself. It's the biggest purchase of your life, and we're going to teach you how to do it right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the How to Buy a House podcast featuring your host, Jessica Randolph, and your guest speaker host, Amy Schultz. (laughs) (laughs) That's our best intro yet. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining everyone. We're excited to do another little mini episode with just us two co-founders, and today we're going to talk about the recently much-feared high interest rates and market and where we see things going and what to expect as a home buyer and or home seller. Yeah. I feel like if you're on any social media site, there's just a lot of buzz right now about mm-hmm. what's the market going to do? What can we expect for 2024? And I just think us jumping on here and talking about it and having a conversation is going to be very helpful. For sure. So this episode is called timing the market. So we're going to talk about, should you wait for a certain time to be buying or selling or even attending one of our classes and how you can prep yourself so that once you are ready in your own life to buy, that you can make that happen and not just have to wait around. Today is December 6th, 2023. And that matters because the market changes every single day. And yeah, we're at the end of the year, Mm -hmm. almost Christmas time. We're going to be throwing around a couple numbers. So if you are not listening in December or January, it might not be as applicable, but still definitely worth a listen because we'll talk about just the general economics of real estate and rates and what you can expect. Before we get into the future of real estate and kind of the state of the market and where we're going in the market, I thought it would be fun to just define what an interest rate is. Let's do it. I wish somebody would have told me what an interest rate was when I was in high school. For sure. If you don't know what it is, no shame. (laughs) No shame. And you know those commercials where it's like zero APR financing. I'm like, I don't don't know what you're saying to me right now. So what is an interest rate? I got the definition right here for us. So an interest rate is the amount a lender charges a borrower and is a percentage of the principal or the amount loaned. So the interest rate on a loan is typically noted on an annual basis known as the annual percentage rate, which is APR. So if you are considering buying a home now or in the future, when you look at your monthly payment, it's called PITI. It includes your principal interest taxes, and insurance. So when you're paying your monthly payment, it's not just one fee like your rent might be. It includes all of those things, including your interest payment. I felt like that was so confusing for me for so long, but obviously an interest rate affects how much you're going to be spending per month on your house. Mm -hmm. And we say this and we've said it before, but if you're renting, you're technically paying a 100% interest rate because that is the amount you are paying to live in your home. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you have a 5% interest rate or an 8% interest rate, that can greatly increase your monthly payment. And so that obviously affects how much you can afford and what kind of house you can actually buy. So the interest rates have a huge effect on your buying power and what kind of bang you're going to get for your buck when you do buy a house. But an article was just released on Business Insider that they are expecting that the Federal Reserve will cut interest rates at least six times next year in 2024. And that was according to a Thursday note from ING Economics. And I think a lot of people are coming out of the woodwork now, even just in the last week or two, I've seen a lot more showings here in Nashville pop up of buyers that were thinking, oh, maybe I'll wait till interest rates drop before I go and buy a house or go look at a house. And because of this new 
article that was just released, I'm seeing a lot more people saying, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to buy a house now because if rates do go down, that means that there's going to be a lot of influx of new buyers into the market. So Amy and I want to just like kind of take a second and say, if you are thinking, oh, well, maybe I'll buy when rates go down or, you know, when the market's a bit better, we want to just stop you right there and say, don't worry too much about what's happening in the market. Because as rates go down, typically that means prices go up. Mm -hmm. And as rates go up, that means prices go down. And so it's not just about what's happening in the market. We want you to focus on buying when it's right for you and making sure that that's the thing that is driving you to actually start your home buying journey. Yeah. Essentially, unless you are an economist or an investor and are extremely well-versed in rates and timing the market, don't worry about timing the market. Just buy when it's right for you and your life, whether that means your job or a move or your lease ending or just what feels right and comfortable for you. There will never be a perfect time to buy when rates are extremely low and prices are extremely low just because of the nature of supply and demand and just general economics. So as Jessica mentioned, when rates are lower, which we will probably see later next year, we'll talk a little bit more about the projections and um, predictions for what rates will do next year. When rates are low, there are a lot of buyers entering the market because they're like, I want to take advantage of this low rate and have a lower payment. So when a lot of buyers are in the market, that means competition rises and therefore prices rise because there are multiple offer situations and there just aren't as many opportunities to negotiate a price. On the flip side, when rates are higher, a lot of buyers are a little more timid to be entering the market because those rates are a little more painful um, short term to be paying those on a monthly basis. But that opportunity comes into play on the purchase price because there's less competition and these sellers are more willing to negotiate and drop their prices because they're trying to get rid of this house so they can move on with their life. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit more on kind of the supply and demand and what a high rate or a low rate could mean for you. I want to give a little example because I had this happen this weekend. I have a house that I uh, am helping to sell in Nashville and it's on the market and my seller's you know, they obviously they're used to a market where you list a house and they immediately get an offer. It didn't do that. It sat for a while because there were less buyers out to play. And we decided to go ahead and just reduce the price and reduce the price, and reduce the price and really try and just get an offer on the house. Well, we recently got it under contract for $150,000 below what it just appraised for. It appraised for 1.25. And we got an offer for 1.1 and my sellers took it because they were so desperate to sell it, which means that yes, this buyer might have a temporary higher interest rate, but he is closing at the end of the month with $150,000 of instant equity in his home, which he could go around the next day and turn around and get a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, and use that equity to go and buy a rental property or go and you know use that money for some other investment that he wants to make. And that is the power of buying when the rates are a little bit higher. Yeah. And then he can always refinance when rates go back down if they do next year, like they're predicting. So mm -hmm. I think Amy and I want to encourage you not to 
stress too much about what the market's doing, but just it's kind of like surfing. It's like, let's read the waters and then decide we want to go in. At the end of the day, you just need to get in there because once you get in, you're going to learn as you go. You're going to make good decisions. You can always jump on another wave, but reading the water will help you best determine for you when the right time is to get in. For sure. Jessica is the queen of analogies. <laughs> I love analogies so much. It helps me because I'm I like, love it. Yeah, it does help. Okay. Before we dive into what the heck does refinance mean? I want to show you some numbers as far as what is predicted from Federal Reserve and when rates might drop next year. Okay, so we have this graph that is predictions from the Federal Reserve next year, and it shows January, March, May, June, July, September, November, and December of 2024. So not every month, but it shows the percentage chance that the Federal Reserve will decrease interest rates. It doesn't say by what percentage, but it just gives you an idea of their plan for 2024. So as we go through 2024, let's look at March. We have a 24% chance that they will ease rates. As we get later into the year, by July, we're seeing an 87% chance that they'll ease rates. And by December of 2024, we're looking at a 99% chance that they will be easing rates. So we're not sure exactly what that means. They could be lowering them to 6% or 5.5% or 4%. We probably won't be seeing two and three quarters or 3% like we did in those historically low times in the last year or two. But there's a really great chance that we'll see multiple rate decreases next year which is exciting. Super exciting. And I think what you need to realize too is as rates go down, yes, that means that your payment would go down, but also for every point that rates decrease, that adds, my lender was telling me, around 5 million new buyers to the market. So that also means that maybe the house that you really liked and had your eye on, now there are 30 people that also like it and have their eye on it. So just keep in mind, that also causes you to have to make a more competitive offer, which means either a higher price or not getting your closing costs paid for, or having to negotiate that you're going to pay for the roof to get repaired when you move in. Like things like that happen when there's more competition. And so you just kind of have to decide when is the right time for you. And you might say, you know what? I really need my closing costs paid for and for repairs paid for because I don't have a lot of cash in my bank account, but I know I can afford this payment. Now might be a better time for you to make an offer on something than at the end of 2024 yeah. when rates are at whatever percent they're going to be lower. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. Or you might say, you know, I have a lot in the bank. I want a lower payment. And so maybe you should wait until you see what rates are going to do. But just keep in mind that it does obviously affect how many buyers are out to play and what that means for you in terms of negotiating. Y'all, can I get a drum roll, please? <laughs> if you've been enjoying our podcast, you know that we are very passionate about providing accessible home buying education for everybody, no matter where they're at in the process. And now, guess what? You can do it straight from your phone. Download the How to Buy a House mobile app today. Our app is designed to hold your hand through the process from start to finish and is jam-packed with expert-level home buying education and tips and tricks from the best in the business. We are so pumped about it, obviously, and we think that you will get a lot out of it. So download it today. It's in the App Store, and we would love to hear how you enjoy it. Happy home buying. For sure. Either way, it's doable. We don't want to discourage you or freak you out, but just want you to understand a little bit more about what it means entering the market 
during low rates versus higher rates. Totally. Okay. So let's talk now about refinancing. I feel like we throw that term out a lot because it's second nature to us as realtors, Mm -hmm. but let's talk through if you lock in a higher than ideal rate right now, can you lower that at some point? Yes. What? Yes. (laughs) They always say you want to marry your purchase price and date your interest rate. So date the rate, marry the mortgage. You might've heard that before. That's the term. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we close go. enough. You just said it other way around. <laughs> right. It was there. It was there. I was almost there. So if you do buy a house and let's say you get a $500,000 purchase price and you get an 8% interest rate, let's just say, and you close in January. Well, if rates do go down even two years from now, three years from now, let's mm-hmm. say rates do go down back to the threes or fours or fives, you can basically do another new closing. You would have closing costs paid for, and then you could take advantage of that new rate and have a lower payment. Josh and I actually did that back when rates were like two and a half or 3% a couple years ago. And we refinanced, we took a little bit of our cash out in the bank. And then now our payment, instead of it being $2,500 a month, I think it's at $2,100 a month. Mm -hmm. And just for the next, you know, 25 years, whatever our loans timeline still is, it's just a lower payment for the remaining. For sure. Yeah. I refinanced as well. And it really does make a difference in your monthly payment. So Mm -hmm. Definitely something to keep on top of. If you use a local trusted lender, as we always recommend, then they will probably be reaching out to you when rates drop and be letting you know, hey, now might be a great time to refinance. With that as well, you're not going to be able to time the market and say, okay, I'm going to wait until rates are the lowest possible. No one has a crystal ball. So once it gets to a place where your monthly payment would be lower, not a bad idea to lock in that refinance. Right. Also consider that as your home appreciates, that also kind of affects how your refinance goes. Because if your home appreciates and now you've got equity, then you can refinance based on the equity too. So there's a lot of benefit to buying now because you can buy below the market value and then bank on the appreciation later on. So overall to recap refinancing, if you hear someone say buy now and refinance later, That just means lock in your purchase price now and a temporary, well, it's technically a locked interest rate, but later on, if rates drop, then you can refinance and lock in the current interest rate for the remaining life of your loan. I think we should also talk about the fact that a lot of sellers and builders that are selling houses right now are offering what's called a rate buy down. So let's talk about it. If you are looking online or if you're on, you know, realtor.com or compass.com or Zillow, whatever app you're using to look at houses, a lot of times in the remarks of a listing, it'll say sellers offering a buyer credit for a rate buy down or a 5% interest rate for the next 12 months. That just means that the seller is going to throw cash at your mortgage for you so that you could get a lower rate for a period of time. I have a, a builder client right now that they're offering four months, no mortgage if you buy their house. So you, Ooh. you buy their house and you will not have a mortgage payment for the first four months until May of 2024, because that's what, you know, a lot of sellers are desperate right now. They want to get their home sold. Another thing that they could do is they can throw a credit towards your mortgage so that instead of you having a seven and a half percent interest rate, you have a six and a half percent interest rate for two years. Mm -hmm. So then two years goes by, you're at six and a half, and then you can refinance and and take advantage of whatever the rate is at that time. So there are so many options out there and and lenders too, they've gotten very creative to make their mortgage rates work for their clients. So there are a lot of different opportunities out there to try and take advantage of a different rate. 
Yeah. When it comes to a rate buy down, I always like to let my clients and just home buyers know that anyone can do a rate buy down. So if you're a buyer and you want to pay $10,000 or $15,000 out of pocket at closing to buy down your rate, that's possible. The sneaky or like the more intentional or strategic way for a rate buy down to work for you is if you can get the seller to pay for it. So it's not coming out of your pocket at closing, but it would be coming out of the seller's pocket. And basically they're just giving you a credit that will buy down your rate temporarily. Mm -hmm. I love it. I'm so encouraged by everything we're talking about. It's like, I need to buy another house somehow. But yeah, I hope you guys feel encouraged by all this information because information and knowledge is power and we want you to feel super empowered and just more educated on what your options are as a buyer. And I'm just really excited about all of this stuff. I would love to know, Amy, hearing all this as a consumer, as a buyer, would you rather buy a house right now or does this encourage you to wait? Tell me how you feel. Yeah, this is so funny because... I have my house that I love, but as a realtor and someone who's always looking at homes, my interest is always piqued by new listings and I'm always kind of shopping, even though I don't need to be. Yeah. <laughs> so recently a condo hit the market and I was looking at the idea of potentially buying this condo just for fun because I've never lived in an apartment or condo. And I think the amenities would be awesome to have a pool and a gym. These are buyers motivating factors, not just me, but buyers all over. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking about if I were to buy right now, I would have a much better chance at negotiating down the price and having a not so ideal rate and maybe a not so ideal monthly payment to start. So I would just make sure that I could afford that monthly payment for now. And then knowing that rates are supposed to drop next year, then I would have the chance to lock in that lower rate and refinance. So then I would get the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. It, It might take a little bit longer, but I would get that lower negotiated price plus eventually the lower negotiated interest rate. So that's how I was thinking about it if it were me. Mm-hmm. So I personally would, because I don't have to buy right now and I'm not in a rush, I would rather negotiate the price. But if, for example, my lease was ending in the spring when rates were lower and competition was higher, then I might buy then. So I would say it really just depends on you and your life and mm-hmm. what timing works for you. For sure. And I think also you brought up a really good point that you know, buying real estate, you have to kind of have a long-term vision in mind of, yes, maybe my payment will be higher for a little bit, but if I'm going to own this potential condo for the next 10 or 15 years, what's that condo going to be worth 10 or 15 years now? Cause I'm not going to remember the rate. I'm not going to remember what I paid for those first years, but I am going to remember that I bought in 2023 or 2024 and I bought it for such a good price. And I think thinking in terms of real estate, like having a bird's eye view And thinking long-term of like, I want to own multiple properties when I'm in my 60s. I want to have rental properties all over the place and I want the cash flow. And that's my retirement plan. And talking to a financial advisor and he's like, don't invest in a life insurance policy, invest in real estate. And it might be that there are a couple of years where that property doesn't make you money or you know, you're not going to be cash flowing on it, but over time, you're going to have that great appreciation. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really easy sometimes for buyers to think month to month. And they're thinking of like, okay, am I comfortable with that payment every single month? But I think just taking a step back and saying, okay, in the next 10 years, I'm going to be so happy that I bought when I did and keeping that in mind is super important. And you just made me think of that. For sure. I was telling a friend the other day about the idea of buying this condo. And I said, well, I can never sell my current house because I bought it in 2019 and because prices were so much lower in 2019. And when I refinanced, I locked in a lower rate. My monthly payment is half the price 
of what you could get a house for now, Mm -hmm. just because I bought early and have that equity now. So that's kind of just an example of what we mean by that long-term game. But overall, we just want to encourage people to buy when it's right for you. Start educating yourself now, start having conversations, and you'll be so happy that you invested in real estate someday. Boom. Love it. I feel like we both always give advice. Why don't we wrap up with something new today? Ooh, let's do it. Okay. Should we perform the song that we practice? Yes. Perfect. Right? <laughs> I always am ready to be boxed. Amy knows. <laughs> this is probably also our last podcast episode before Christmas. So oh. Merry Christmas, listener. Thank you for being just a huge part of our lives, wherever you are, if you're in your car or in your bedroom or in your office or whatever you're doing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of, of this whole thing. And we would love to hear from you as a reminder. Please give us feedback. If you learned anything, share the episode with a friend and follow us on Instagram and keep in touch. We're excited for a lot of good, fun things coming in 2024. So stay tuned. Yeah. See you later. Stay tuned for more episodes from the How to Buy a House class. You can follow us on Instagram. We're at the How to Buy a House class. You can also email us. Yes, we still use email and we would love to connect to you that way as well. You can reach us directly at hello at howtobuyahouseclass.com. And I also would love to connect with you. My Instagram handle is at Jess Lou Randolph. And we hope you have a fabulous day. Thanks for listening and God bless you. We are so grateful for you, listener, and this podcast is for you. So if there's an episode you'd like to hear or a topic you want us to cover, we would love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram or shoot us a message at howtobuyahouseclass.com. Happy home buying!